Hey, this is Trey with What's Up With Ward. Today's guest is Jarpent Six. Lots of musical history, worked all over the Midwest, including Memphis, Chicago, and Green Bay. Tune in the show right now, What's Up With Ward, and learn more. Let's go ahead and get this started. Before I do that, let you guys know I got my main man Trey in the building with me. How you doing, brother? What's going on, Waterwald? Man, a lot of stuff going on in the world. So since this stuff is happening, I think we just take it light this week and just you know interview an artist and then see what's going on with them. So without further ado, we got my main man Jar Pence Six in the house. What's going on? Hey, what's up, W? What's going on, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's me and Trey in the house, man. What's up, Trey? What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, we glad you was able to join us because we want to talk about the music industry because everybody knows you for being all over YouTube and the internet and you're just killing the game. So we just want to talk to you and see what's up with it, how we can just be like you and how others can find out too. So let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got in the music game. Well, my name is John Penn Six, uh, and I've been playing, you know, music for a while. I grew up in a, a musical uh, family, and uh, you know, learned how to play the keyboards at an early age, and you know, been in a number of bands, and you know, grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, and then moved to Chicago, and just you know, uh, took it away from there. So you you said you're in a musical uh, family. So you like uh, who was the Joe Jackson in your family? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it was probably my dad though, you know, because my dad was always we had a we had a piano, and uh, this is a true story. Uh, we had a piano, and it was in a pantry uh, of our house, and I grew up in the projects. And every time when I was get you know in trouble, my mom would whoop me or whatever you want to call it, spanking, and I would go in there and I would play the piano, and I would go to sleep on that piano. My mom said she would have to come in there and get me out that piano because that's how I soothe myself when I whenever I feel pain or whenever I feel some need to be some kind of soothe soothing, I would go and uh, play the piano. Yeah, that's cool. So then, what served as kind of your your inspiration when you outside of getting whoopings (laughs) 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 to get started? What served as your inspiration for your music? Well, you know, you know, it does. There's all kind of inspiration, you know. I look at, you know, uh, real life stories or, you know, what's what's going on in the world today, you know. And I take that, and, you know, that's where I get a lot of my ideas and, uh, you know, thoughts from. Okay. Yeah. This this ward here. I got a question. Now I like that name Jarpent Six. What does that mean, and where does it come from? Wait, well, you know, actually, my, uh, you know, it's, it's my kid, and I don't know how, but my wife made that up. I think. You know, all I got three girls, and all my girls' names begin with J. Okay. J A, J A. So all of them begin with J A. Then you take the Aura, that's my name, and then you take the P, and that's my last name, and then you take the E, that's my wife's name, and the N T. Those I haven't figured out yet. Okay. <laughs> just can't so, it, I just can't figure that one out. So. What about the six? And that's what I'm saying. That I still haven't figured it out. I think I think what happened, maybe we wanted six kids and we fell short in all in three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So other people in your family can sing good too, or yeah, you know, it's again, you know, we 
you know, we, like I said, we came from a miserable family. So, you know, uh, my brother did some commercials for McDonald's. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Y'all did, yeah. you said y'all did music for McDonald's. Well, well, my brother did, my my oldest brother did music for McDonald's and a couple of McDonald's commercials. Like the jingles or something like that? Or? Well, he was singing. I, I came, yeah, like the jingles, something like that. Okay. And, uh, I was too young to remember, but uh, he was telling me. Wait a minute. You talking about McDowell or McDonald's? McDonald's. Okay, because you know McDowell was from uh, coming to America. I didn't know. No, no, <laughs> you know McDonald's. See, that's that. See, that's that southern accent you hear sometimes. That's that Memphis Tennessee you hear coming you out. Go. You know? yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. you know, yeah, McDonald's. So, so, so you grew up in, in Memphis, you said? Well, you know, I, I grew up in Memphis, then I moved to uh, Chicago, then I, you know, uh, moved to Wisconsin. So everywhere I go, you know, it was always music, 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 music. You know, that mm-hmm. was my driving force. Okay. Know? You know, those cities are known for two real strong types of music, like jazz and blues. Were, were those any of those your inspiration, or where do you, where, where does your inspiration for music come from? Well, yeah, I mean, when I like, for instance, a good friend of mine, in Wisconsin, name was T, and he had a radio station in Wisconsin and uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and uh, he would come on at twelve o'clock at nighttime to five o'clock, and he would call himself Doctor Love, and. Uh, uh, they will always play love songs. A lot of people want to hear that soft jazz song and, you know, different things. So me and him would get together and we would play around Green Bay, Wisconsin, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I really got into jazz, just being with him and, you know, being with those who, you know, uh, you know, just just new jazz. Because me, okay. I, you know, I'm mostly like all kinds of music, but jazz was one of those that, you know, I got accustomed to, you know, uh, later on. I really appreciate it. Okay, so you mentioned a, a good friend of yours up in Green Bay. Have you collaborated with anyone else in, in the industry? Um, I did. My my brother-in-law, uh, I don't know if you remember, from Memphis, Tennessee, it was a group called Dee Dee, Dave, and Joseph. Oh. And they, they made a song called The Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. And it was very yeah, popular yeah. in Memphis. Yeah, okay. and they made it very popular in Memphis. And uh, so being with him, uh, we would go around Memphis and you know, he would take me to different people's houses. Like, uh, again, I was really young, like the Barcades, and uh, we would go to Stacks, you know, uh, Stack Studio because he was really into, you know, recording. And uh, the group he was in, Didi and Dave and Joseph, I mean, they made, you know, I think their record was number 10. I don't know which which chart, but it, it did make number 10. It was so popular. So, okay. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, what what all instruments do you play? Uh, right now, I'm sitting in front of a, a keyboard. Right now, I was, and I got an album coming out. I'm sitting in front of my keyboard. Uh, I play the bass guitar. I play the. Uh, uh, I have an ovation acoustic. I love that. You know, uh, uh, it's a electric acoustic guitar. Uh, so, and, and and the drums. The only thing I don't play is the horns. Okay. All right. Never, never. You know, because really, you know, everything, the, the, the guitar and the and the keyboards and the bass and the drums, all of those go hand in hand with each other. So to me, you know, you know, it just matters just, you know, finding your rhythm and pick up whatever instrument you need to take it to the next level and use that instrument to take it to the next level or whatever you need to fill in for that particular part that you're playing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Do you uh you like auto tune? You think that's good or? You like- well, you know, and that's the thing now because you know auto tune. A lot of 
a lot of people now, a lot of authors now, I mean, you hear they're going, getting away from the, if, if I'm trying to understand the question, getting away from the digital. Yeah. And, they, and they're going back to analog. Right, because right. analog is very real. I mean, it's a, it's a real tune, it's a real sound. And digital, you get what you get. You know, you get that digital and it just sounds fake. Mm-hmm. So analog is real and a lot of, you know, artists and, you know, even a lot of rap artists are going into the analog because, I mean, they want the music to seem real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely want that. So, uh, you know, so as a performer, is, what's your favorite part of the industry? Is, is it the writing? Is it, is it the, you know, the producing, helping someone else out? Or, or is, it, is it actual performance? What's your favorite part? Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question because, you know, when, it's almost like when I sit down and write a song sometime, you know, people, uh, as you know, do you put the lyrics first, do you put the music first? You know, I can sit down in front of the you know, keyboard and I can write a song and I can just hum a real crazy tune. Like, for instance, Michael Jackson. And when when he said, Mama say, Maga, Maga, Pusa, Mama say, Maga, Maga, Pusa, and if you want to be signing something, but it sounded good and he kept that in there because yeah. you know sometimes when you're writing songs the words may not come out like you want to but you can put them in a way where people can make something out of those words you yourself know what the words mean so when that when i sit down and write a song on a keyboard whatever words i'm feeling you know i would be maybe four or five words and that that would be the basic of the song now it may change it throughout but whatever uh, words from feeling at that particular time when I play the, uh, the piano or the guitar, whatever words come out, I say, okay, I'm gonna stick with that. Now, I'm, it may change a little bit, but that's gonna be the main body of what I'm gonna write about. I see. Okay, I feel you on that. And I know a lot of artists have that same mindset, so I definitely appreciate that. But tell me, who do you listen to besides yourself? Who, who are uh, your musical influences? Um, I listen to myself, myself, and myself. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, this is, you know, this is a true story because, you know, it's a good question because, you know, sometimes I listen to just enough songs where I know what's going on out in the world, uh, you know, because, you know, you want to be different, you know, and like, for instance, a lot of rap artists now, you hear the same old thing, you know, same old tune. I mean, they sound the same, but, and every every rap artist is trying to take it to the next level. They're trying to find something that's different. But no one have yet. When Dr. Dre came out, that was different at that time. When 50, 50 Cent came out, it was different at that time. No right. one have took it to the next level yet. So when, when I said, what, I listen to radio just to hear enough, but not become too wrapped up in the music because I want to know what's number one. But at the same time, I want to create my own music, my own thing, because, you know, if you listen to too much, you'll be writing the same kind of music or writing the same kind of lyrics. So I listen just enough, just enough where I can say, okay, this song is number one. Wow. Why is this song number one? Let me try to do better. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you said being from Memphis, is, is that where Elvis was from? Well, he was, yeah, yeah, he ain't nothing but a hound dog, yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> he, was he an influencer for you? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's crazy because, uh, uh, you know, I think uh, my, my oldest brother grew up listening to James Brown. Uh-huh. Uh, James Brown and uh, who else he listened to? Uh, you know, people like that. And, 
you know, when I read about Elvis, how he got his moves from Jane Brown, you know, I said, okay, that's why he moved like he did because he got his move, you know, from a black man. And, yeah. you know, it is what it is. He knew, you know, when he copied the move off of Jane Brown, the story, you know, was told. But again, I think, you know, Jane Brown, because my brother listened to him and my brother listened to a lot of uh, temptations and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. things like that. So I think, you know, those are probably my main you know, people that I listen to. Okay. So so for the record, you didn't like Elvis. You know, that was that was okay. <laughs> here, here, let me help you out. <laughs> On behalf of the What's Up Award Show, we understand that individuals who like Elvis Presley, they are more than welcome to like them. And so we will support that thought as well too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I got a I got a new album coming out uh you know, up under uh, you see John Penn Six. Just want to get a shout out and let everybody know. You know, uh, listen. Some of my music is J A R P E N T Six. I mean, if you Google it, I mean, I'm, I'm everywhere. I mean, I got, I do a little country, I do a little rock and roll, I do a little soul, I do a little rap, I, I, I do it all. And that's the thing about me. I do any kind of music. I'm a musician for all people. Nice. You know, have have you had played in any different venues since you have all those different inspirations and genres? Have you played in, in a lot of different venues? Yeah, you know, uh, not so much lately, though. But yes, I have. Uh, I mean, I won uh, about, I want to say about maybe nine years ago. Uh, I was, uh, got in, in audition for American Got Talent. Mm. And, uh, you know, I didn't make it all the way, but, you know, just to be, you know, uh, able to be, you know, recognized. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. that was, you know, good. So, you know, I've been in different, you know, you know, uh, you, you know, I won a whole bunch of contests. So, you know, but you know, played in different area like uh, in Chicago. I mean, we did a lot of, uh, you know, band contests and you know, around the city of Chicago, and you know, we won a lot of contests. You know, the band I was in called FBO, we stand for Brothers Only. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, we won a lot of contests, but, uh, nice. So how has it been since, since the breakout of the, of the C word, we'll say COVID cause it's on everyone's lips, you know, now mm-hmm. that, you know, it's spiked for a while now that, you know, they, they talk about the vaccines are out there. How are things been going for you in the music industry since, uh, the, the breakout of COVID what's been going on? Well, you know, one thing I heard one, I was listening to someone, somebody on the radio station and, uh, on the group. And what this Arthur said, what he said was that he became more involved in his music. Music is his escape. And I think that's the key because you have to find something. Music is always in us. I mean, always. Whether you listen to rock, soul, country, rap, that's something that's always in us. So you have to find that to make you happy during situation time like this. I mean, music was one thing that is dominant in the world from all the way back. I mean, it went back to way back. I mean, I'm talking about since the beginning music. So that's the happy key. I mean, you have to find that music and you know, everyone can remember a particular song that made them happy. I mean, find that happy place with music. And that's, that's how you release the stress or the anxiety that you're going through. And that's what I'm doing, you know. I like creating music. I mean, I I got so many. Oh my, 
I can't tell you how many songs I have wrote. You know, find something that you enjoy, even if it's not music. I mean, it may be something else you enjoy, you know, but you have to find a happy place, especially mm. during a time like this, because if you don't find a happy place, you know, you won't be happy. That's that's true. You, uh, you said you had a lot of songs out there. Uh, yes. What's one of your favorites? Of oh, my yours? goodness. Do you have a favorite? Well, uh, probably, uh, you know, I got a lot of jazz and lately I've been writing a lot of dance tunes because again, you know, I think dancing now is what makes people happy when they, when they dance. So I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, BPM breakers, like alternative dance and songs like that. Uh, but oh my god, I got a lot of my, I don't even know. Uh, I think you had one I, I, I would like hearing, I think it's called I Don't Know. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, how, how did it go? <laughs> you know, look, you know, that was so funny about music because you know you write so many songs, and it's so funny because I was listening to Taylor Swift not too long ago, and they asked her a song. She said, "Can you can you listen? Can you play it for me?" Because you know you think that they should know. I mean, you think we should know, but there's so many songs in our head. We have so many music and things in our head, so that's why I say, you know, can you help me out? <laughs> Yeah, I was I was saying that because uh, I, I'm not a singer, so I don't want to try to sing the song. But I'm yeah, saying, you I'm, definitely don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> really, you gonna give us a little sample uh, of, of something? Is that what you plan on doing today? Yeah, uh, let me see. I, mean, I can, let me see. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, uh, you know, let's do this. Uh, let me let me sing a little Bobby Caldwell. Just a little sample. This something a lot of my music sound like this. Okay, let me, let me drink some water real quick. Yeah, yeah. Get 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 right, man. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> you right. You know, Jarpin Six. While you're getting set up here, any any recommendations or suggestions for someone who's just started out in the industry? Uh, don't give up. Believe in yourself. Okay. Okay. Just believe in yourself, regardless of what people say. I mean, you're gonna get stepped on. You're gonna be talked about. I mean, they talked about Michael Jackson. So that's all I got to say. Um, yeah. Okay, let me do this. Okay. I guess you wonder where I've been. I searched to find the love within. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for you. And I can't let it go. My friend wonder what is wrong with me. Well, I'm in a day from your love, you see. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for you. Some people go around the world for love, but they may never find what they dream of. What you won't do? Do for love. You tried everything, but you won't give up. In my world, only you make me do for love what I would not do. Look at you, man. Yeah, <laughs> there he is, the man. I love talking. But that's what you know. That's what. 
I love Bobby Caldwell, you know. So, so you're a self-taught singer? Or do you yeah. Anything? Yeah, you know, just self-taught. You're basically just growing up, you know. Singing is one of those things that, you know, it's almost like, you know, a person that played a guitar real good, you know, it just, you got it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to play some musical instruments back in the days. I think I did okay, but I, I as you said, I, I gave up. I didn't try it. So, when you want to just say, I don't want to do this. Or, or better question, are you trying to make a living out this thing or is this a hobby for you? Well, well, you know, just a hobby. You know, I do, I do like, uh, you know, HVAC, you know, you know, I, I do, you know, I do it all, you know, music, music, probably my best, my best strong point, you know, because, you know, that is, I grew up with it, but, you know, I do a little heat and cooling and things like that, but, uh, you know, music, if I had a choice to do anything, you know, um, you know, else, you know, to make money, it would probably be music. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah. Did, did any of your friends ever make it in the uh, music industry or? Um, you know, I, I don't think so. Uh, like I said, my brother-in-law probably was the only one, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, Gerald, you know, Gerald Albright, he was a neighbor mm-hmm. of mine. He, he, really? he He's a saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I went to see him when he was playing with Luther and it was that it was in Indiana uh, South, it was at the uh, what's it called? That uh, right in Indiana, uh, Gary, uh, I can't think, think what it called, but uh, he was playing the saxophone at that time. This was before he got big, and I didn't know it. And I, when Luther played, and I went down stage and I said, like, Gerald Albright. So when I go down there and I go, I said, you know, tell one of the uh, roadies, I said, you know, is that Gerald Albright? He said, yes. I said, that's what I thought. I said, I think I know him. Can you go get him? So the roadie said, come on backstage. So I go back there, you know, and they was all back there. And I told him, I said, Gerald, he said, Ricky. I said, oh, I said, oh, I said, oh wow. So anyway, uh, uh, it was it, it, it was funny because I never knew, you know, we all, he always, I, I didn't know him that well because he was a friend of my sister, but mm-hmm. they would always talk about getting the show business and and he will always, I used to look at him because I admire him because he will always bring his, his horn home from school. And I would look at him and, you know, and hey, it paid off. Wow. Yeah, so, but it was one of those, you know, but. Yeah, he's it was, multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he, he's he's big now, you know, but it's, and, but, uh, you know, if anybody else, I, I, I don't know, it could have been somebody, I don't know, but, you know. You know, with all the places that you've been and, and, and the folks that you you worked with, have you ever had have to uh, deal with performance anxiety before you're on stage? Or well, you know, I, I think yeah, I, I think when you get on stage, you're always nervous. But you know, once mm-hmm. you once you get up on stage, you know the jitters goes away. You know, because I mean, I sweat a lot, and once you get up on stage, you know it just and, and you see how about you know the fans is happy and you know you, you know you. You know, those jitter goes away now, but you know, I just I think that's what it you know, nervous, yes, at the beginning, but after a while, no, okay. You know, we have a buddy, uh, Phil Philip Coleman, he's uh, in the music industry too. I'm not sure if you know him or not, Mm-mm. but uh, yeah, he has a studio down in Athens. Uh, maybe we can make an introduction to you guys one day. You guys can probably uh, do some stuff, you know, everybody's oh, yeah, connection. Doing oh, yeah, so. yeah, that'd be good because I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of artists in Indianapolis. Uh, I mean, most of the people that I knew from Chicago area because 
I mean, a, a friend of mine, he was Kanye manager. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, he he was he was in a grade up under me. I when he was in the same grade, my sister. Uh, 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 I think his name ain't gonna come to me. But yeah, he was uh he was Kanye West manager back in the day, and uh, his dad died maybe I don't know maybe four years ago, and uh, he came Kanye came to the funeral. So I mean, oh. there's a lot of people in Chicago that I know, you know that uh, uh that I did music with, you know, uh, but. In Annapolis, I know there's a lot of artists, you know, music, uh, musician here, but I never worked with no one here. Yeah, the guy Phil, I think you really enjoy talking to him too. Um, he he opened for, uh, he, he played with Mary J. Bly, mm-hmm. Shaka Khan, uh, Gladys Knight. He, he, he's been around, so yeah, I think you will enjoy him. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. that'd be good, yeah, okay, that'd be great, yeah. Yeah, I, I look forward to that though, that'd be really great. So. Yeah. So. Going a little bit further into some of your music, where did, where did you come up with some of the titles for some of your, your music? One that kind of got my uh, attention there is, uh, you can't do that. Do you recall that? that, that <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, that. You know, what happened was that that one was, uh, there was a, there was a uh, you know, a politician and uh, this was when they were smoking, you know, saying that, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. But yeah, they were the main one. They were the main one who was double standards doing everything mm-hmm. up under the sun. And they tell everybody else, you can't do it. And they got busted. So I wasn't saying, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I saw that one. You got the video of that dude, don't you? Yeah, I got a video of that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That's some of my old stuff, but you know, <laughs> you saw the song. I got, I got a lot of, you know, uh, you, you know, I try to talk about songs for every subject, like mm-hmm. Monday, Monday, and that song is talking about how you know Monday, you know, uh, nobody want to get up on Monday because it's the start of the week and everybody's still grumpy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it said that you know, but at the same time, the song goes and say days go, the time go by so quick on Mondays. And it do. Time go by quick on Monday. Everybody talk to you that works at time. Time go by quick on Monday. So it, it's just a thing that I experience and I hear people say all the time and I put it into music. Okay. You know? So it just, most of those songs, you know, there, there, there's meanings behind almost every one of those songs. Have you, would you uh, ever consider doing like uh, music outside the genre you like? Would you like, Ever do some reggae music or maybe rock? Oh yeah, uh, I got a reggae song on there. Uh, it's called. Uh, uh, hey. It's a. Uh, is it shake? No, not shake. It's I know shake. shake it. I don't know if that was reggae. Yeah, it's kind of reggae with the two girls is dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's a little reggae. The music is reggae, but I kind of took it, you know. But I was trying to get that Cuban. Actually, it's kind of uh, Cuban reggae. I was trying to get that Cuban feel, so it's kind of Cuban uh, reggae. So let me try. I thought I had another one that was reggae. Uh, let's, let's see. You got uh, that much music? You forget your stuff? Oh my goodness! Oh, I, Can Lord, you get all the masters? My brother, music. don't worry about that. My, yeah. my brother, that's like Prince. I mean, when you hear Prince, how Prince got music that you know when they went into his house, he had music that yeah, yeah. not even like just. Tons of music. In the vault, yeah. the unreleased stuff. And, and, yes. Yeah. You know. Do you know about what happened with him? Because uh, I think uh, the record company get all his masters back upon his death. So because he didn't have. Yeah. A I thought I I thought I saw one 
I don't know. I thought one was coming out. I thought, I mean, don't don't quote me on it, but I thought they said that they was trying to release one of them. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to release a lot of them because you know, right. like Eric Sermon did that uh, piece with Marvin Gaye where he made that just like music song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Collabor with anybody did or uh, Yeah, I'd, 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 I mean, I love EPMD. It was one of my one of my favorite. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask you uh, who who were some of the uh, rap artists that you listened to because I know yeah, a lot of I mean, rap artists and, and singers can always kind of you know each other. E- yeah, EPMD and then Heavy D. I mean, Heavy D was when he came out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you got your own thing. Um, I think it was another turning point, and, and those were turning points in in, mm-hmm. in, in the rap industry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know you heard uh, that uh, this guy's name died uh, from uh, DMX. Well, yeah, DMX died, but the other guy from. Uh, Are you talking about Rob? Yeah, you used the same with P Diddy. No, nah, Black Rob. Yeah, he died too. But the other one, you you told me about the other day. Oh, you talking about uh, a shock beating from a uh, 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 digital uh, underground? Uh, yeah, digital underground. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if he had a twin brother. Was that just him? I didn't know. No, that was him. I know. Yeah, he 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 had so many disguises. Everybody said he's always disguising himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Did you ever listen to that group too? Yes. See, a lot of people didn't know that two part. Tupac got his inspiration from Shark D because he was the one, you know, who uh, really got Tupac into music. Mm. Yeah, you're right. He did bring him on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think he produced his first two albums. Yeah, because if you listen to yeah, if you listen to Digital Underground, uh, um, Humpty Bands, you can hear you know Tupac uh, rapping in there. So yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, think I remember some of the lyrics too. That's mm-hmm. Like- so yes, I to hang around with the underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was, you know, he was, he was good. You know, Man, so a lot of these artists are, are dying these last two weeks. So yeah, it's like there's an opening for you to come in if you want. To and, and that's it. Yeah, it, but, it's, but yeah. that's my rap. See, that's what I'm saying. Everybody sounds just like everybody's rapping about the same thing. So you need that next. You know, someone is gonna, someone is gonna take it to the next level. It's gonna be something really good. You know. Uh-huh. And what when when what's the name came out with the uh, 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 I'm going to ride my horse, the uh, Nas. See that was different, but you had to keep it up. See that's hard to keep up. That kind of rap is hard to keep up. <laughs> you know it, it is. It is really hard to keep up. That's why you hear every once in a while you hear a rap like that. You know, but it's hard to keep up. So well, I think when he started out, they did, they thought he was a joke. They didn't really take him serious on it. Uh, record kind of blew up, right? I don't think they planned it because right now he's trying to stay relevant because he came out with his Satan shoes. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what hard to keep his 15 minutes of fame going. Yeah, yeah. play him out. And just it. <laughs> yep, and that's literal, it. He put a little a one drop of human blood in the shoes, and that's what they did. And the shoes was they sold out. They had mm. like a thousand dollars a pair. They sold out. I was a wild boy. Okay. So speaking of that, in the music industry in general. Have you seen a trend with with the clothing that they're wearing? These men and stuff. Uh, have you noticed that, or is it just that just rap music? That, that when when you say what kind of clothes, like what? I know a lot of a lot of men are wearing more longer shirts, like dresses. I would say, uh, and then they just roles are kind of changing. It would seem. Well, because well, well, I heard what, what I heard too was that the the, the real uh, tight jeans. 
Oh yeah, skinny jeans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not skinny. Back past skinny. <laughs> I'm telling. What? Like, I'm telling. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You you said I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of dudes. I don't know that's, why people. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard them like, what? Yeah, I'm breathable. That's it. And then they said the women's coming back with the, uh, with the, what the mother, what they call the mother pants, the mother jeans. You mean like bell bottoms? No, you know the jeans way up above. They call them way up. Oh, way, yeah, the, the mom jeans. Yeah, mom jeans. Yeah, with the like, zipper. Okay. Yes, yes. They come back with them, you know. So, hey, hey I, I don't know what. <laughs> What's going on? But uh, it's yeah. crazy. Bro. So, so I like my clothes, like my music, timeless. So I'm yep, yes, that's it. That's it. I'm wearing the reversible double knit slacks. That's too. okay. <laughs> Twill and tweet is my friend. <laughs> you know, you know they said back in the day. They said you still got them two sisters on her, them polyester, <laughs> polyester. You already know. Don't go too fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what? What? What do you wear when you perform? Uh, whatever you know, you know, you, you know. This is a true story. Okay, uh, when I was in uh, uh, Wisconsin, uh, me and my wife, we went to see uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin. We went and saw Bill Cosby, and nine years ago, ten years ago, and we lived in Winslow. Bill Cosby, and guess what? Bill Cosby came out on stage. Now he's in Appleton, Wisconsin. It was sold out. Hmm. Guess what he came? Guess what kind of outfit he came out on stage in? What he wear? Jogging pants and a jogging shirt. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Bill Cosby. <laughs> but you know, but that's the thing. So when I saw that, it, it, it showed me whatever you feel comfortable in you perform at. You know, because you know you can come out. Okay, remember how basketball player? You know, you back in the day, even now. You see kids come out with a, oh, they, they got a ball, man. They got a Lakers everything or Lakers shoes. Lakers, I mean, they got ooh, Kobe everything. Can't play a Lakers ball. Can't even, right. just, just, brick, just brick shots to throw the ball, but it just breaks. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. So, you know, whatever you feel comfortable in, you know, when you perform, you know, hey, because when at the end of the day, your audience is gonna say, "Hey, he he dressed good, but he sounded terrible." Yeah, it sounds or, like all sizzle but no substance, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna say, "Yeah, they're gonna remember he sounded really good." They're not gonna remember what you wear. Mm, so, oh, I don't think I remember. <laughs> 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 I've seen <laughs> some outfits, man. I'll be like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, Jarvis yeah. says you're not gonna come out dressing like like Parliament, are you? I mean, oh no. Oh my goodness! You know, and that was good for that time. Like Kiss, same thing with Kiss. Kiss was good for their time. The group, the rock group, Kiss. You know, uh, Parliament was good. And, you know, way back now with Kiss. Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, and that's the thing with music because that what made Michael Jackson so good because Michael listened to all kinds of music, and I was I was reading a book about Michael. Don't you know Michael used to go back and listen to they said the '40s and '30s music. He would go back and pull up old. I don't know where he got it from, but he would go back and pull up old music from the thirties and forty and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people do that. Yes, and that's just whew. so. You know, that's why the music would never die. This music, one of those music, one of those things that you know you can. It's gonna always be around. Yeah. Always. Uh, the point that you said about listening to old music, I, I saw Michael do that. He would bring up other cool stuff. He even pulled up Janet's, uh, what's that, 1814, 1914 album? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. he, he listened to that and he was saying, I want my sound to sound kind of like that. And I liked his ability to sit down with the producers and he he would say, this is what I want. And they would say, no, no, he said, no, 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 this is what I want. Yep. He the sound and, and they did it. And I think that's important to have uh, control over your vision and direction. So do you own your own masters? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's because, you know, like when you submit them to the record store, they go through a process and they can they can take any piece of your music mm. and they'll send it back and say this is a piece of music from another mm-hmm. you know? and, and that's what they're supposed to do every once in a while it may get through you know because all music all music is recopied mm-hmm. yeah you sample, know, right simple yeah all music all music so you know there's no you know every once in a while you might find somebody come out with that very unique music you know, I mean, you're talking about Michael, you know, a lot of people didn't know that Michael Jackson could not read music. What? what? Yeah. You look it up. He could not read music. Wow. Not one lick of music. And and that's why on that video that that last uh, prior to his death, I forgot what what video he was making. You can hear him. But he knew he had the ear. He could he knew because they was there. I forgot what song it was, but it was. For instance, drums, the drum beat were like, and Michael said, "No, no, no." He said, "Take out the," and and then the producer was like, "Okay," he's not too much, too much, too much, just and I'm listening to him. So Michael played by ear. Yeah. Yes, I'm listening to him tell the producer to tell the drummer to take that out. I mean, he knew he knew the music too. Yes. He knew the sound, but I didn't know you're right. Good, I, I didn't think about it. wow yep. it's almost like a savant then musical savant yeah he was yeah he was he was he was great like i said couldn't read no, no music so again it shows you again you know some of some of the best people in the world you know you think they can do this but you know they can't so well mm-hmm. well you said that you and him both got beaten so that's something y'all have <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the power look, look, see, look, look. now you know who slash is right slash yeah yeah uh-huh. Okay, now you know, he's mixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I mean, you gotta read the story on him. I mean, he had a very interesting story too. You know, he learned how to play with a cheap guitar, and that's the thing. You know, I mean, these guys—they don't. I mean, the equipment they have, and you have to work with what you got. You know, you can you can make music. You know, that's why I, when you look at some of these, I was I was in New York, and you see some of these kids on the corner of New York playing with garbage can trying to make money. Yeah, yeah. And, and pails and other types of stuff. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good too. And they're uh-huh. good, exactly. And, and they're good, you know. And I try to help them out because, you know, to me, you know, that's that's very, very, um, you know, and, and important, you know, to do something. Because they can be doing something else, but they out there trying to make money, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that, to me, that's really, really good. Yeah. I, I used to play the... Uh, uh, little sound like that too because my parents had locked me out one day and I was beating trying to get in before I knew my dad you played on a song them those sounds in my butt uh-huh yeah what was the hook to that song you better get home earlier next time <laughs> yeah oh my goodness I mean that's I mean that's how I was in Memphis I remember you know we had to you know I played football for, for, for Booker T. Washington High School in Memphis Tennessee and uh what was your position oh uh, two back uh half back okay. yeah i okay. was i was quick and uh and uh my dad didn't want me to play because he you know he said you don't get hurt and, but i would always play i would 
stay after school and play and you know and uh one time my sister uh we had a pep rally mm-hmm. and she was up in the stand and she saw me coming down from the from the bleachers when they called the football players and I'm looking right at her she's saying Ooh, I'm gonna tell daddy on you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Boy, but because she's supposed to be home too, because it was after school. So she told uh, my mom that she was staying, you know, after school for homework. So I said, Well, you tell my man, I'm gonna tell on you. So, you know, <laughs> so you know, this is one of the things, you know, uh uh it just meant a lot of fun. I mean, we had a lot of fun in Memphis. I mean, it was you know, all of me. Would you would you move back to Memphis? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Probably not now. You know, because you know it's I mean, Memphis have have changed. So probably not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I probably move move out west if I had a choice. So, okay. All right. Uh, you know, the Vegas. I mean, I, I love Vegas. I don't know why. Just the weather and everything. Ooh, too hot. I mean, I don't. I don't mind. I don't like snow, but that's that's kind of warm. And they got scorpions all in the house. Yeah, we we go up in the mountains. If you, if you get too warm, just go up to the mountains. It's cold weather. Too long, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Just in Indiana, you can get every <laughs> the same day. Yeah. yeah, but in, but Indy changed a lot during Indy. Indy. I mean, I've been here what five? We've been about seven years. They changed a lot though. Mm-hmm. And my brother, my brother been longer. Even he said they changed a lot. So you know, just. I mean, but they're growing though. I mean, they, they come a long way though. I mean, they're still growing. Mm-hmm. I bet if you, if, uh, 10 years from now, you wouldn't even know this city though. Sure. They so, build up. so where do you see the music scene going here in, in locally? Where do you see that going? You know, you know, I the thing about in they 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 thrive more on their artists painting than they do their music. Uh, I mean, they love their painting, uh, but their music, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I went to some ven- venue that was what two years ago at the fair, mm-hmm. and I forgot the name of the band. But you know, locally that they, they do have some musicians, but they need to do more. Mm-hmm. They need to do more for the local musicians. I mean, they really do need to. So you know, I love I love the artists with the painting and all that, but you know, musicians don't get no recognition like they should in Indianapolis. This is just how I feel. Yeah, I, I think so too. But I think, like Trey said, uh, COVID kind of changed everything too. So mm-hmm. you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but even yeah, because even prior to that, because I know in Chicago, there's so many. I mean, there's so many um, clubs. There's so many just ven- venue for you know musician, local musician. They have con- contests throughout the city. You know, just everything, and you know, Indianapolis. They need to start doing that. And like you said, maybe after COVID, maybe they will. You know, maybe it's an awakening. They may, you know, start doing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's what's up. You know what? Um, all right, uh, Jarpen6, we had this uh, part of the show where before we wrap it up, we play this little game with our guests called Getting to Know You. Okay. And we're going to ask you a few questions, like either or, would you rather? Or you just give us your, your, your viewpoint and what you think or how you feel, all right? Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, here's the first question for you. Popeye's chicken or church's chicken? Mm. Okay, um, 
Think about let me it. see. Uh, let me see. Uh, I think I love Popeye. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It depends. It all depends. Okay. Uh, on what? Well, Matt, <laughs> which Popeye was churches. You got that right. <laughs> What's, what's the health coach say, saying, right? <laughs> there you go. And I know everybody's going to agree on me with that one. Everybody. Did you did you think that Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich compared to uh, Chick-fil-A? You, you know, I used to love Chick-fil-A. My daughter eats Chick-fil-A all the time. I'm tired of it now. Oh, no, man. I can take that, that, that number two spicy mm. chicken any day. That's, that's the truth, boy. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of it now. No. But Pop, man, Popeye's is okay. You know. Yeah, I, I used to like Popeyes, but I found blood in my chicken three times. Yeah, so what? Yeah, I, oh my goodness! Which one was that? Never mind. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get sued by nobody. Yeah, that's well, the half of what's up with Warshaw. We love Popeyes. But nobody, but nobody, I, nobody, I piece of the hut. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> question numero two. Here's your question for you. Zumanda or Wakanda? Zumanda or Wakanda. So do I just probably just say which one sound the best? Which one just sound good to me or what? If you had to go to stay in one forever, which one's it going to be? You going to Zumanda with, with Eddie or you going to Wakanda forever? Or uh, Oh my goodness, Zuganda! I just like the way that sounds. All right, Zuganda it is. Zuganda it is. <laughs> okay, here's the next one for you: Chevy or Ford? You like foreign cars? Well, let me see. I know what Ford stands for. Found on the road, dead. daily. <laughs> 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 yeah, so right. I better I better go with Chevy because GMC, you know, they all the same Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillacs. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, but I know I know you a Benz man because I saw you in a Benz one day that a Benz uh, SUV. Yeah, remember somebody hit it? I tell you, I had an accident, right? Somebody. Oh what? man! Yeah, doing the snow. Yeah, remember remember when you saw me in that? They gave me a Cadillac. They gave me a new Cadillac X4. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody cut me off in that snow that, that ice storm we had January. Mm-hmm. Cut me off and I yep. So it was total. That was a fast ride, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was very uh-huh. quick. Okay, next question. Michael or Prince? Um, oh, man, let's see. Uh, uh, that one, I'm, I'm going to have to play the fifth one, that one. <laughs> Come on, now. You didn't go out okay, like okay. that, I know. Okay, Michael or Prince? Uh, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Billy Jean. Mm, that's a tough I mean, one. Yeah, one. because Michael, Michael got more. He sold more records than Prince. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go with. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Michael. Okay, I think that's a tough call because Prince could play 19 to 21 different instruments and mm-hmm. and he could sing and dance. Where Michael mm-hmm. could dance and sing, but he really well, he did a little bit. Right, he was coddled you know, from all when at a young age. They, they try to write his stuff for him. Right. But he sung with everybody. I think Michael probably performed with more uh, uh, artists than Prince. And Michael did with, I mean, everybody. Woo. I'm talking about from Luther Vandross. I mean, from Luther Vandross yeah. all the way down to Yavana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, 
Uh, Michael didn't like singing uh, We Are the World when he got with all the people who couldn't sing. He was mad. I know. <laughs> What's <laughs> his name? Like yeah, he didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a uh, uh. Well, we're not going to make it any easier for you on these music questions. So here you go. You ready? Go ahead. Memphis Blues or Chicago Jazz? Oh, Chicago Jazz. Oh, yeah. man, you from Chicago. Be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, that's it. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one, too, because I'm I'm going to say jazz. Only reason why, because jazz is, is jazz. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to say jazz. Chicago okay. Jazz. Okay, Memphis folks, don't get mad at him now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so but, you know, I still like Bill Street. Okay. <laughs> well, Bill Street could talk. He'd be mad at you. No, nah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, they they still got the best barbecue, so we, we can go with that message. Listen to me now. There we go. Nobody <laughs> can beat your barbecue. Okay. Um, greatest musical band or group ever? Um, probably <laughs> Jump in Six. Oh, well, other than you, okay, um, musical band, this is gonna really surprise you guys, but I'm gonna say Genesis, they're good, uh, yeah, they're good, yes, yeah, it's either Genesis or Police. But one of those two. But I'm gonna stick with Phil Collins. I'm gonna say I'm gonna just add mine in there because nobody asked me. But I gotta say my favorite, or I think it was the best group ever, was New Edition because oh, okay. New Edition, they broke down into BBD, Johnny Gill, uh, Rob Tresvant, and um, and Bobby. Don't forget Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Brown. They all went solo and all could come back. Together. But see those two, those two different groups though, because if you think about Phil Genesis now, because I saw. Um, a, a DVD on Genesis Phil Collins and he took everybody all these different musicians and he made a whole album so we talking about singing or performing mm. you know because Genesis Phil Collins probably one of the best musicians all around because mm-hmm. he can I mean he can read music he, I mean he played oh, yeah. the drum the bass now the new edition they were one of the best singers so you know, it, it, that's kind of like night and day right there though well, I say that because they were so talented that most time, you know, the purpose of putting a group together is to let the breakout singer do his thing eventually. Right. But when New Edition was able to have that many breakout artists who can make their own money and then come back together, right. most don't come back together. You see, you see the Commodore still looking for Lionel. They still <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> Michael Jackson left the Jackson and he never looked back. But New Edition, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. That just don't happen. That just don't happen in today's society. Even boys and men fell apart because uh, the one dude they they don't get along with one of the singers. Yeah, uh, right. The, the, with the king, with the king, right, yeah, right. They fell off with him. Was just saying. So when a group can make good music with or without you and come back together, man. Well, I, I, I think NSYNC could do it too, but I just don't think they want to do it. Uh, they only had one singer. Oh, you know the rest of them did they part? You know, I think I think they can perform, but you know. Yeah, they did only have one singer, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I could play background singer, dancer for them. <laughs> yeah, way in the back, you're right. Way in the back. Hey, let me ask you this. So here's, I'm, I'm only going to miss him by, by first name, so you have to pick between them. Marvin or Luther? Mm. 
Oh, that's easy. Stop it. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's easy right there. You know, eat Luther. You know, Luther. Luther, okay. Yeah. All right, all, all you Marvin fans out there. Okay. Wait, wait, you know, Our pin six address it is. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Here's the thing about Marvin. Here's the, here's the thing about Marvin because Marvin, one of those people that they said the Marvin was so good in singing. You know, Marvin uh, is a friend of mine, and he was saying that when his, his dad went to see Marvin, Marvin gained that people, he had the women crying because he was singing so good. See, Luther would make a woman cry. Martha, Mar, uh, um, uh, Marvin gave Will. See, Luther, what Luther do is Luther, you marry and make you want to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marvin make you cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember it sounds like the same to me because you be crying at home, too. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, that's still too close to home for me, but I'm just kidding. So. I think uh, Marvin <laughs> sang the Star Spangled Banner at that time at the NBA All Star game. I think him and Whitney Houston were the only two that were able to have that type of uh effect yeah, yeah. man that, that was that was amazing that's yeah they were yeah that was mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they can marm get blow though he can but luther luther just had the range luther luther angry for me mm-hmm. yeah you know he yeah. lost on star uh not star he lost on apollo three four times before he made it yeah that's what i heard yeah went back when they had have apollo come on yeah yeah would you ever play the apollo well you know they said if you can make it apollo you can make it anywhere well, all I have to say is I never lost on the Apollo, so I'm better than Luther, so that's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, well, you, know, you know, this was a joke. No, actually, it wasn't a joke. I thought it was a joke, but you know why they call the New York, you might know this, the Big Apple? Why is that? Do anybody know that, Trey? You know that? Why they call it? Go ahead. Well, what happened was back in the day, singers, musicians, was that the saying was that when you made it to New York, it was the big apple. And it was like reaching the top of apple, like taking a bite out of apple. You made it to the top. Okay. I mean, and and I guy was saying that I heard a musician said and I looked it up and that's what it means. When you made it in New York, you made it to the big apple. You made it high you can go. You know, huh. you made it to the top. So that's why I call it, you know, New York the big apple because musicians made that name of back in the day. You know, when you once you made it in New York you made it to the top and then you made it to the big apple. You made it as high as you can go because if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Mm. Well, that's good. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a welcome now. We're going to with this last question before we wrap it up. Go ahead. Who's the GOAT of basketball? Oh, here we go. The GOAT. Here we go. The GOAT. Because we, we know you, you, I heard you try to play basketball a little you, bit. But you made a nut. beat you. Nah, nah, the goal can mean flop. Who flop a lot? You. <laughs> However you want to say it. I mean, it could be. They could be like, uh, you know, uh, 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 what's his name, Lambeer for the Detroit Pistons. He used to flop a lot when they played the Bulls. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he used to flop. So goal can mean flop. I'm gonna I'm take goat as flop. So who you? Who do I think flop a lot in basketball? Um, LeBron James. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, LeBron, if you hear me now, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> right. I well, still you know love he's a regular you. listener to the show. I know. So you know, I still, I still love you, LeBron. I still love you. You know, I still love you. So, LeBron yeah. flops. Wow. <laughs> so, so, so well, let, me, let me get a different question in. <laughs> Who's better, LeBron or, or Michael Jordan? Well, and what you said, LeBron, you listen, remember? LeBron's they said that Jordan flopped too. So 
Oh, and, go ahead. So go ahead. Better play both sides. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, well uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up here. But before we do that again, Jarpin6, please tell the people where they can find you at on social media once again. Or just look up Jarpin6, J A R P E N T 6. Google it. I'm everywhere. I'm on uh, um, Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, Heart Radio. Uh, titles, I'm all over the internet. So just, uh, you know, uh, give me a shout out and I definitely respond. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. So, uh, shout nice. out to And I, I would definitely, you know, uh, recognize you and, you know, give you love and peace. All right. That sounds good. Well, again, uh, we want to thank you for blessing us with your presence today and your wealth of knowledge and uh, again, uh, coming through. So we look forward to following your career path and, and, all that good stuff. And hey, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I mean, next time, you know, yeah, um, look forward again to coming back. Yes, sir. And, uh, everybody, make sure you stay tuned for um, Ward's, uh, with Ward Wonders or Trey's Thought. And Trey, give us that uh, sign-off for the day, brother. Sign-off for the day. Here's a nice quote on a musical note from Bob Marley. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain, man. <laughs> I love that, it. I love it. And with that it. said, we're out. Hey, this is Trey, and this is Trey's Thoughts. You know, sitting back thinking about how it was growing up, you know, I always learned that if I didn't follow instructions at some point, I would learn my lesson. I don't know if anyone else was like me growing up. One thing I learned very quickly was a hard head made for a soft behind. That being said, do you agree with tenderizing the backside of kids who do not follow instructions? At what age do you think it should be appropriate? A little pat on the hand, a little tap on the backside. Now, we're not talking about abusing kids and things of that nature, but at some point, should kids get instruction at an earlier age so they know how to act when they get in school, when they get around other adults, when you're not around? One of the things I thought about growing up, my parents always told me, hey, Trey, your first name is yours, but your last name is mine. So I'm out here thinking about how well do I represent the name that was given to me? This is Trey and Trey's Thoughts.